Hello and welcome to the North American Guitars Talking Guitar podcast. I'm your host, Ben, and in today's session, we catch up with the truly remarkable Ryan Gerber of Gerber Guitars. Ryan and I had a great conversation speaking about where he draws inspiration from when he is creating and designing his rosettes, a beautiful RL15 that we just delivered to a customer, which was the first satin uh, guitar that we've had come in from Ryan. And we also did something different. We specked out an instrument on the podcast, which is something we've never done before. So we hope you enjoy the podcast. If you've got any questions about Gerber guitars, please don't hesitate to get in touch. Hello, Ben. Hey, how you doing, man? You all right? Uh, I'm doing well. First of all, I should say thank you for stopping in to the Teenage Talking Guitar podcast with Ryan Gerber. This, I feel like this has been way overdue um, and uh, we, we kept on missing each other. So thanks for stopping in. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me. This sounds very official now that we've started. I know it does. <laughs> it does. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, it's been uh, a what a wild ride. Uh, we were talking about haircuts before we did the intro um, because that seems to have been a theme for most of these podcasts. But I've got my friend came over the other day and he brought some clippers with him and he just hacked off hacked off loads of hair at the back of my head. So yeah, and it worked. So I'm never going to the barbers again. Just going to call him over because it's free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should have seen me. You should have seen me two weeks ago. You, you, you wouldn't have recognized me. No, not at all. Um, so, so how, well, I was asking, you know, in this crazy world that we've been living in recently, how have you been sort of coping with, uh, with the lockdown and COVID-19 and, and all of that sort of mm. stuff? Yeah, wow. What a, it's been so interesting. Um, I would say that we've done, we've done fairly well, um, especially in the last... Oh, last month or so, I think things have somewhat normalized. Um, you know, I, I, I can't speak for, for everybody, but um, that's where we've been for the last month or so, as far as just gathering with friends and family and being able to see parents and loved ones and relatives. Um, and it's hard. Uh, yeah, I was, just, I, I was just with my, my mom and her husband last night and... Um, you know, it's still a concern, but um, we're at least able to be together. And um, yeah, it's been it's been a little tough, but we're we're spending a lot of time outside. Uh, we do a lot of work outside in the in the garden with the kids. Um, so we have you know we have places to roam, and and the kids have places to play. So that helps. I imagine for people living in a city, man, yeah. uh, it's got to be a little more a little more difficult. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, and, a, and a similar thing, you know, I, as, as, as you know, I've got two, two, two little ones too, and um, uh, missing the grandparents and uh, not being able to see, see family. That's, that's the, the tough thing. Um, I think it's, I can only imagine, obviously, you, you're, you're working from, from home because um, your shop's at home, right? So that's, that's, a, that's a, just, you've been one of the fortunate ones that's been able to continue working, um, I guess, and, and um, uh, be, obviously you have to do, do, do the sort of homeschooling thing. Um, but so many, so many people in our community have, have not been able to do that, uh, have been stuck at home. And You're right. So it's incredible, you know, 
for those that have been able to keep going, it's been uh, been a real blessing. Likewise, as I said on these past sort of podcasts, which have been a really a really lovely thing to be, you know, if you can try to take some good out of this very hideous uh, situation that everybody's been put in, um, is a weird way. It's connected. It's connected people like just doing this, even though if I can't see you because I guess you haven't got the best connection. Um, being able to do this with people has been great because you can, you know, chat and connect and and um, it's kind of forced us to have to have that that sort of reconnect, which is which I've been really grateful for. Um, and also the technology to be able to just record it and and, and turn it into uh, turn it into a podcast is lovely. Um, and so on, on a sort of, on a sort of, um, work, work basis, are you, uh, have you taken any time, a bit of theme that's been coming through this is that a lot of Luthiers have taken this time because it's quietened down quite a bit to sort of plan or reflect, um, on other projects you wanted to start or, um, mm. get, getting more organized on certain things. Is there anything, has there been anything like that for you? I wish I could say I've had time to do some of that. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I have, I have things that I've tried to, um, uh, some new projects, uh, side projects, um, ideas that I've been wanting to try that I started. Uh, one guitar, a prototype specifically that I started, I think three months ago. And I put a lot of work into uh, forms and design and thought and and then it just never got off the ground or at least it hasn't yet i hope to i hope to uh to pick it up and commit to it here soon but i guess to answer your question i i've, I've been just as busy and i actually i don't know what the case has been for other builders because i haven't talked to, to, to too many people but i got a surge of orders yeah like i've never like i've never gotten in the last two months three months so I mean, I, I can't complain about that. Um, and we've seen that on this side as well for your guitar. Really? Yeah. yeah. I, you know, you, you've, um, I genuinely think that you have, um, it, it, there's something, there's something infectious about your instruments when you play them. Um, and everybody I know that has ever played one of your guitars has the same reaction, which is just, because yeah. an immediate connection. There's an absolute immediacy there. Um, but I think that you know you're um, lucky in the sense that you've got artists. Sorry, excuse me, my dog is uh, scratching himself in the background. <laughs> if you hear any noises, that's just my dog. Um, but you've got you're, you're lucky that you've had a pool of, of, of really credible artists and phenomenal players, um, either be demoing your guitars or owning your guitars. I mean, how does that feel? And like, the likes of someone like Stuart Ryan, for example, who obviously is incredibly passionate about your guitars. I know that he's already planning uh, a, a new one with you. Um, so yeah. How does that feel? It's amazing. Yeah, it's a lot of fun um, to, to, to be able to listen and, and, and watch people play with you know, an exceptional level of skill and ability uh, to bring the guitar to life. It's, um, I, I guess it's the dream, you know? You wanna see people make beautiful music with the instruments you make. And so, uh, yeah, it's been, it's a lot of fun um, and to get to know and to be able to get to know to some of those people like Stuart, just to be able to mm. chat with them here and there, uh, text and message. Um, it's been great to get to know him. And um, yeah, uh, there's a few other artists that I've 
that I've been talking with recently who, uh, who I would just love to get uh, one of my guitars in their hands uh, just because I, I connect with their music and, and what they write and what they play. And so I just, I imagine uh, my guitars being a, product, a part of that, that process of making that, that music. Um, and I, that's, that's the goal for me, really, is just to be a part of that process of making beautiful music. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that. That's that's that is the. Uh, I can only imagine what it must be like with you know you you have a when when building something um, and the thought of what that journey that instrument is going to go on to have whether it's going to just you know go into you know go to a to a, a private individual or whether it's going to go on to a musician and how many songs and how much. Um, joy yeah. that it's going to bring to people that is an, a, a truly truly amazing thing and it's something that i come back to with a lot of luthiers that we speak to that that's the reason why you're doing it um and also this just you know the thing i think about your instruments is they have they're not in any way i mean we're very fortunate we don't necessarily deal in one dimensional totally one dimensional um you know guitars but yours have that ability to really cross over you know whether you're playing you know gypsy jazz or whether you're playing fingerstyle or whether you're playing singer songwriter and you're strumming a few chords around a campfire your guitars can tick all of those boxes and i think that's the versatility of them is one of the most charming things about them whether it's the RL, I mean, all the RL16. I mean, we've only ever had one RL16, well, two actually, uh, RL, right. RL16s. And um, yeah, they, for me, they are, yeah, that's that's that, that's the one I'm saving up for, to be totally honest with you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that is that the one that you're drawn to the most out of the, it out is. Of the three? I've I've always, I've always liked, uh, you know, 16 inch low about bigger, bigger body jumbo. Yeah. Instruments and um, I think it's just that, that old singer songwriter thing, um, yeah. just that volume of projection. Um, and so, yeah, that you know, that will be my I think I've never told you this, but that is that that's your one of your RL16s. I wouldn't, not sure whether I would go for something like a Coco Bolo or, or maybe even just a nice set of Indian Rosewood, but that would be my that's my dream guitar right there. So, yeah, it will happen eventually, Ryan. Hey, I that will would be to do it. It's good. It happened eventually. Yeah. Hey, backing up just a little bit, I was just thinking about you know talking about um, uh, somebody like Stewart or having a, a professional level musician playing uh, one of my guitars. It's also you know I I, I hope this is okay to to mention um, other customers' names, but uh, the last guitar that you sent out uh, to to France with Jan, that Walnut RL 15.5. You know, I heard from him this morning. Yeah, I and, had same email and he just left a nice review on the website. <laughs> oh, great, that's awesome. Um, what, a, what a wonderful human being to work with. He's just, he's been so nice. Um, and I, I got a, an email from him this morning. Um, so this particular guitar, it was probably the most personal and customized instrument that I've made for a customer. Um, and starting out, he had, <clears throat> he had quite a vision for what he wanted to do. And a big part of the, the design was to, 
to 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 involve uh, his daughter's name. He just had a daughter five years ago. She, I think she's turning five. She's around that age, and so she want, he wanted to have her name uh, somewhere in the rosette or somehow involved with the design of the guitar. And the other had had some other symbols and ideas, themes that he wanted to involve. Um, so I, I get an email from him this morning, and he got the guitar, and it was just like, man, I. I I mean, he loved the guitar, which is awesome. That's what I hoped to hear, right? So I get uh, in the email, he has a picture of his daughter with the guitar, you know, and they're in, I think they're, they're in the mountains, beautiful scenery behind him and a beautiful field down there. They're on their patio and, and he just wanted to send that picture along. So to have customers like that as well, who, who you know that, um, or I guess you hope that the guitar will bring um, inspiration and, and joy and connection with, with the music that they play and write. I mean, that's, that's just equally as satisfying yeah. as having somebody who's a professional level player playing really technical and, and uh, you know, complex music. So um, yeah, that was, for me, that was, man, what a great way to start off the day to get an email like that from a customer. Yeah. I, I, I can so. only, I can only imagine how, incredible that must feel um because you put in so much you know we, we've worked together now for pushing what three years now um, three yeah. and uh you know every guitar that you build i know from knowing you just how much love and attention and effort work and just everything goes into every single one of your instruments and you feel it you genuinely feel it and you know it's in what we do is very lucky we, we, we play phenomenal guitars all the time and everybody individually is doing the same thing and so for us, it's incredibly yeah. humbling for us to play these instruments um from such incredibly talented people like yourself um and it, and it just and but but to hear that resonate with somebody because it's such a challenging thing i mean i remember when we, when we were working um, with that customer uh, on the, the star, starting blocks, as it were, with the order. And we didn't know where it was going to go. He didn't really know what he wanted. It was just a bit, it was all a bit up in the air. And then it kind of, he narrowed it down as it got further, further to the time. But right. the beautiful thing about doing these podcasts is we're going to feature that guitar, even though it's already, obviously already uh, gone to the customer, we're going to feature that guitar in, the, in our newsletter. Um, so we'll be able to show off all of the, all of the, yeah. Which I'm very excited to see. I've been checking <laughs> habitually. I'm like, man, Ben, come on, just put it up. So I stopped wasting time hey, checking. We were so, we were so this whole, that's the one thing that the COVID thing has been, has been a real bummer for us is just the speed. Because normally we're pretty quick with how we get started. Yeah. No, that's okay. Just, yeah, just, just know that I, I'm, I'm excited to see the video and see. I, Stuart Ryan, I know he played the, the demo for it, I think. And, he and said that he was he really liked the guitar and so yeah if you could just put it up so that i don't have to check anymore you'll see the videos they will go up tonight but what was great for me is um i love that satin finish I yeah mean, that was I, I did not know how i was going to gel with that but that was just absolutely gorgeous you, yeah. That, so that, are you doing that often now, or is that a new thing? No, that was the first time, <laughs> and so it was a bit of an experiment. Um, and I was happy with the way that it turned out. Uh, it was a bit of a 
a learning process and a few uh, kinks in the road along the way, but I think what we arrived at was, I was happy with. Yeah. Um, How do yeah. You I, and it's something that I, I'm, I'm encouraged to do more in the future. Um, if I can find people who would be, be okay with it. Um, but yeah, the, it was a super thin uh, hand applied finish on the whole guitar. And the soundboard had a couple coats of, of epoxy and then just a few coats of the oil finish. And <clears throat> I do, I feel like it made, it made some amount of difference. Um, you know, my, my normal finish is, is, um, is a full gloss urethane and it's beautiful. And the, the finisher who does my finish work does a, an amazing job. I mean, it's just, I, I love his work. I've never been displeased with what he does. Um, so I'm not, it's no knock on that at all whatsoever. Um, but I think the truth is you just, you can't apply as thin of a finish with a full gloss as you can with a satin oil finish. So, um, so yeah, I was, I was really happy with it. I, I felt like you, you just, there's an extra level of connection that you can have with the, with the guitars you're holding it and playing it. Yeah. Um, and it was something that I, I feel like I noticed. And um, so I'm interested to try it again and we'll see. Well, I mean, I mean, I could completely, it took, took me by surprise. I've got to be honest. I, I did not think it was going to be as, I mean, I always talk about your guitars and I know I said it to you many times before, but they're just alive when they come out of the case, man. And that thing was, yeah so vibrant um i can't wait for people to hear the demos and it's rare so we've got into this new system because of the lockdown where i've i've um i've had to do these like 10 hour round trips up to Stewart. yeah and i just yeah. load the car up and i drive get up at like 4 35 in the morning drive up to Stewart's. luckily he's an early riser as well so i text him before i leave um and then Drop the guitars off. He goes, right, what have we got? And I talk through everything and we get very geeky and excited about what we've got and yeah. um, have a cup of coffee and then I head off. Um, and then I do the, do the same trip, you know, the next day or, or a couple of days later. And um, it's very rare that he will, he contacts me afterwards to say what he, what he thinks. Normally when I get back there, he goes, love that, love that. I'm not gel, didn't gel with that so well or, or, whatever, there's a pickup issue on one of the electrics or whatever, you know, it's a very broad conversation. Um, but he called me as soon as he played yours. Uh, obviously, <laughs> you know how passionate he is about yours. Um, your and, he, and he called me just to say, man, this is, this is a fine instrument. So mm -hmm. excited to hear those demos. And, and, and yeah. that we kind of, um, I wrote a bunch of questions I was going to ask you before we started talking and kind of glided through them without, without even uh without me even trying to prompt you um and it is it is do you, do you think that that surge of orders during the lockdown obviously people are you've got a very great confined you know captured audience at the moment because not that many people um have been able to sort of get out but if you found that people because it's you could say that it's because people are I've been wanting one of your guitars for, for a while and you've probably met them at shows and because of this whole situation, they thought, you know what, now's the time I'm going to go for it. 
Is that the sort of how people have been reacting? I, I don't I don't know. I think it's tough to tell. Um, I guess the only thought in my head is just that uh, there must be more time spent playing guitar right now, yeah. <laughs> right at home with uh, not as many options for things to do. So people reconnect with the guitar. They pick it up. Maybe they haven't played in a while or um, start thinking about um, the next guitar they would like maybe or yeah, I don't, I don't know. Is it a reevaluation of uh, how, how they want to spend their, uh, their extra time, um, extra money? I don't know. Um, or just, a, it, it, you know, could be that connection thing again, couldn't it? You know, they, they, in, a, in, a, in a world where we've, where we've been running around like crazy people now that suddenly there's this surge in reconnecting, whether it's on a Zoom call or, you know, with a hobby and with a hobby, guitar. exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, and and so to we, we touched on new orders, and as we were going as we're going through um, uh, uh, our customers' guitar, we're talking about satin finishes and that you want it. I thought what would be really fun would be because obviously um, you've been so busy that we've only got, um, and I'm kind of gutted about. It. I wish I could just clone you, really, to be honest. Um, <laughs> But uh, we've got one slot left for next year. We're, you're, you're, that, you're that busy, but we've got one TNAG slot um, for next year. Is that right? Yes. Yep, fall of, two, of 2021. Yeah. Fall of 2021. So yeah. I thought, and then we've never done this before, but I thought, <laughs> why don't we together on this podcast <laughs> actually spec out a guitar? Pressure, pressure. <laughs> yeah all right what are we doing so you know what i think it's got to be a satin finish because only because of what we've just because i right. played that guitar so i think we've got to say right we're going to go with the satin finish yeah and the question is and this is the hardest thing for for for, for all of us at north american guitar whether it's richard myself kim whoever when specking guitars out for the showroom to not let your personal preferences get mm. in the way. Because <laughs> you know, right. you've, got want, you've got to want to want it yourself, but you can't let it sort of, you know, get in the way too much. But I was I was thinking an RL15 plus because I love your RL15 plus. Um, full trim. We have to go with it with your decorative rosette. And I wanted to, before we go any further, I wanted just to what? ask about your rosette designs because they are all so unique and you really <laughs> you really go you know you kind of got a picasso thing going on with oh like, man but you're like you you don't you, you you have those you know the, the everything is symmetrical there's always lines that are going through your instruments but the thing i love about your rosettes is you've, you've gone off on you've done some crazy things where do you get your inspiration for your rosettes um boy that's a great question um, where do I get the inspiration? I don't, I don't really know. Uh, from a sketch pad and some paper and a, and a pencil, usually I just start drawing. I've got a whole binder full of ideas, uh, about an inch thick. I wish you had your camera on so I could see them. I, I know. I wish I had the camera as well. I could at least, you know, show you what like an inch thick look binder looks like. Um, but yeah, so the, the rosette 
whole thing. Um, for me, it's, I, I really enjoy it. Um, I enjoy the challenge of trying to figure out how to, how to design something in that small amount of space, right? Because if you're talking like, you know, um, a half inch to five eighths of an inch wide. Yeah. Um, so how do you, how do you fit something into that amount of space that is, um, interesting, beautiful to look at, uh, but that works with the rest of the guitar. Um, and yeah, so, and, and from the beginning, I, I kind of had this idea that I, I never wanted to do the same rosette twice. And I, I told my wife this at some point when I, earlier, when I first started making guitars and she's done her best to hold me to that. <laughs> uh, but, so when, there's been a few designs that, um, that I've done and, and, you know, other customers have seen and they, they ask for it and I've agreed to do it. But every time that she sees uh, a design that she's already seen once, she's not very happy with me. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I think that is awesome. So, yeah, so she's trying to hold me to it, but, um, it, but it is, you know, I tell her, man, it's, it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of work to try and do something new each time. So, um, there's a, there's, yeah. there's a kind of core, I, I don't think I have ever seen one that is the same, but there are certain ones that you do that, like you go, okay, there's a similarity there. There's a, there's a slight similarity. The wood, yeah, well, the wood carving ones, was that, on the, was that on the RL16 Brazilian that you did the wood carving, was it on? No, no, that was one of the 15.5s. Okay. Uh, the, it was a Cocobolo guitar, no cutaway, and um, that was the first carved rosette that I had done. And I think I think you sold that guitar last last year sometime. Yeah. Um, and when I when I first did that, I, I I liked it, and I was hoping that I'd get to do it um, do it again. And then <clears throat> um, last year, I had had a couple customers ask for it. Or maybe I presented it to him. I said, hey, here's something that I really like. I'd like to try again. You know, do you, are you interested in this? Is this something you like? And I talked him into it. <laughs> and, and then after that, it seemed like I, I kept, you know, I got a few more. So I think I've done five or six now yeah. of the carved rosettes. And it's something that I, that I really like. It's, it's somewhat simple, right? I'm, in the, I'm not doing like super intricate chip carving. I wouldn't say um, simple, but I mean. I don't what's mean that? I said I would not say it was simple, but I know what you mean. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's it's just a you know a pattern that's repeated around the rosette. It's pretty simple, um, but I love the texture that it gives to the guitar. Um, I don't I don't put any finish other than just some shellac yeah. and some wax on that on the carved part. But I just like having that the uh, the, con the contrast the yeah. contrast of texture. Yeah. and smooth finish on the soundboard. Um, I like the way it looks and feels. And, and yeah, it's just something different. And different is hard. You know, it's, oh, man, it's so hard to find a unique idea these days with so many <clears throat> builders out there who are doing just incredible oh my incredible God. work, artistic stuff. You know, I, I, I get on Instagram and I look through some of these builders and their, their photos, and I just, man, I, my stuff is pretty boring compared to a lot of what's, no, going on out there, no. which is partly partly on purpose. I mean, I I I think that earlier on when I started making guitars, I was I was heading in the direction of man, anything that I can draw 
on a piece of paper I can do and uh, within reason, right? So uh, some of my earlier guitars, I, I, I hope never show up again <laughs> uh, because they were a little bit, a uh, little bit out there um, and too bold. So I've, I've tried to be intentional about pulling it back a little bit and staying, I don't want to say simple, but just classy for lack of better word. Um, and hopefully, hopefully something that, um, looks good in 30, 40 years. I hope (laughs) for, for at least my eye anyways. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 I can't wait for people to see the photos of the latest guitar that arrived, the rosette, because uh, I was definitely one of my favorites. Yeah, that was that was an interesting project, and and again, that was um, with the help of the customer who had had some ideas of what he wanted to see, and um, we ended up since he was from Barcelona, and he he really loved uh, a lot of the stonework and that you see on sidewalks and out in public um, in Barcelona tile, like the stone tiles and walkways. Um, and there's a, an artist who, uh, Gotti, uh, yep. forgive me if, if I'm messing the name up. He's, I know he's super famous, so <laughs> I should know who he is, but, uh, anyways, so the idea was to try and somehow mimic, um, a, a stone pathway. Right. And the idea evolved over time and, and, um, but yeah, what I ended up with was just using, uh, fossilized mammoth ivory, breaking up the pieces and it was nice how different pieces had kind of different shades and colors to them. Mm-hmm. So that hopefully it kind of creates that effect of looking like a, a stone pathway. And then the, mm-hmm. uh, there's a name, a name um, inlaid in the rosette that's meaningful to them. So. Yeah, I, I absolutely love that. And it's funny, you reminded me of you know, about all your different, all the different pieces that we did a great podcast with Grit Laskin and, he was saying to me, he's got drawers and drawers and drawers of all of these pieces um, that he yeah. he's putting together. You know, I, and, I can't and, imagine. I mean, I, he, I, he like blows, he's somebody. He I look at his work. Mind. I I just he is he is so unbelievable. Right, unbelievably yeah. talented. I I just can't imagine pulling off the things that he's able to to accomplish in a guitar. Um, he he great. He is absolutely amazing. And, and sonically as well. I mean, his guitars are. Oh yeah. I, I mean, unreal. And the, yeah. we're actually just about to start talking about our. Um, he's got a really spe- special, uh, special year coming up, and we're we're in discussions about what we might do together for that. So yeah, that's really exciting. Mm. But, um, but yeah, the the, the so so, jump, so jumping back to our guitar that we're specking out for the. Party. Oh yeah, were we talking about, that? about that? We got about I'm that. Sorry. <laughs> Um, okay, so we'll, 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 we'll leave the rosette kind of design out there and, we'll, and we'll, we can readdress that and come back to that later. But, um, well, are you, are you fond of the carved rosette? Do you, do you like that? that I, look? Love, I love the carved rosette. But then again, that sort of mosaic y thing that you did um, with the tiles. Uh, there, there was, there's, I, I don't want to rush that because there's so many fantastic options that you, that, or past work that we've seen of yours that I'm, yeah we can we can kick kick okay all right yeah but i think that the carver is is at the top of the tree right now okay we'll keep Uh, it in mind huh 
I said, we'll keep it in mind. Yeah, yeah. So we've got, so we've got, we've got RR15 Plus. It's satin. We're going to keep talking about the rosé. Um, majority of the guitars we brought in from you have been Swiss, haven't they? You've got some amazing... Uh, yeah, every, pretty, I think every one. Yeah, uh, so I'm, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't want to go there because I think that, yeah, you've got just a phenomenal, um, you got phenomenal wood uh, collection. So, so I'm happy to continue there. Now, this is the big one. So I am not sure. I know I will, we've never, am I right in thinking we've never brought in a maple? We haven't ever done a maple guitar together, have we? No, actually, I've not made a maple guitar ever, except I have one that I'm working on now. It's in the works. Okay. But it'll be my first. Yeah. So, so I think I, I would, for me, it was either going to be a Brazilian rosewood or a maple. Wow. Okay. Opposite ends of the spectrum. So opposite. I mean, like, totally, yeah. you know, I like it. Go. Um, and I, I, I do, I'd love to do, I would love to was, uh, do a, get this out there and let, 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 a, let, a, let, a, let a potential customer decide. But no, <laughs> I, I think, I think we need to say, let's be bold and say, let's go for a maple because we've never done it. I like it. We have, we have had one of your Brazilian Rosewood guitars in before an RL16 and that was, wow, that was an amazing guitar. Um, so yeah, I think we go maple. Yeah, I'm all for that. I, I love maple, and I think what I like about maple is it's it has such a distinct flavor to it. Yeah. So, like anytime I I hear a maple guitar or I play a maple guitar, I just know it's maple. It's it's yeah. unique in that way for me and for my ears. Um, and it's not everybody's cup of tea. Like not everybody right likes it. Yeah. Um, I've always been a big fan of maple uh, guitars. Um, we we actually there's one that I always come back to. You know, I've been I've truly 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 lucky and blessed to have played probably some of yeah. the greatest guitars on the planet um and there are a few when you talk you know when we took sort of you know specifications and uh, and especially wood i'm you know certain guitars kind of pop to the top of your head and and we had this insane om from michael bashkin which is a maple yeah and it was and i've talked about it before but it was one of those guitars that when you played it it just did all the things that you would expect to do, but it did so many things that you, it just didn't have that typical maple sound. Um, and he just said, no, he, he goes, I just, I wanted to drive the wood and the, the, the construction so that it wasn't relying so heavily on just what maple could do. I really wanted it to be slightly bigger and rounder sounding. Mm -hmm. So, um, and uh, so, yeah, so I, I I would love to, I'd love to get a Ryan Gerber maple. Now the question is, is, is you build a maple guitar, do you think satin is going to be, how do you reckon that's going to be? That's going to add another dimension. Mm, that's a good question. Uh, would it, would the maple look nice under satin? I don't know. It might, it might dull it down a little too much. Maybe not. I'm probably the wrong person to ask because I haven't, I don't know what it would look like. Um, but was that was that Michael Bashkin guitar? Was that from last year? Was it a European maple? Yeah, uh, guitar from last year. Okay, because I think I remember seeing that guitar at Woodstock. Yeah, if, we're, if we're talking about the same guitar, and uh, you, you're right, it was that guitar. It was that guitar. 2018. Yeah, yeah. 2018. 
yeah it was a gorgeous a gorgeous guitar i don't i don't i didn't get to play it um but it sure was beautiful amazing guitar yeah yeah i love he's another artist who i just i think i really admire um the artistic a few similarities there especially with your you're talking about the rosettes and that and 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 his um his headstocks and engrafts and you can see this do you draw inspiration i haven't even asked you that do you draw do you draw inspiration from your peers from your from your um from other luthiers uh i i'm sure i do sure i do on some subconscious level yeah absolutely how can how can you avoid that yeah uh i try however i i try to be conscious about not paying too much attention right and because i don't i want to i want to do what's me i want to do gerber guitars uh, the best that i can um so but i actually it's funny i remember at woodstock show i was looking i was talking with michael i was over there at his booth and um looking at his guitars and actually i told him i was like michael I, i love your work i love the artistic side of your guitars if there were anybody that i would probably want to copy <laughs> it yeah. might be you right <laughs> he just kind of laughed you know but um yeah i do i do have a visually i definitely have a connection with with what he does i, I don't know how much of my my guitars ref, reflect that or what kind of connections you can make but um yeah so do i draw inspiration from other builders absolutely because everybody's kind of has something unique to bring to the table yeah. And in their own vision and their own artistic sensibility. Um, it also, also helps that Michael Bashkin is probably one of the nicest human beings. Yeah, ever. right? Yeah. yeah. Amazing, amazing man. We had the pleasure of having his whole family were, were in London last year. And it's uh, quite a funny story, completely random story. But we went out to a local pub uh, where the old showroom was in, in, in London. And um, he, they were they super jet lagged. We're doing an event with Michael. I said, "Come on, let's go to the pub and have some lunch." So we went to this pub and had some lunch. And I just before they'd arrived, I'd just eaten a sandwich for my lunch. But because they were so tired, I was like, "Let's go and have some lunch anyway," because I wanted them to, to 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 eat before the event and stuff. And it was just sat there, and I didn't want to not eat anything because I'm seeing seeing Michael. So I ordered I ordered a salad. Okay. <laughs> And I ordered this nut salad and I take the first thing and I forgot that I was slightly allergic to these nuts. Oh. I'm having a conversation with Michael and my throat is quite literally closing up. I know. No. I know. I know. He's going, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, sorry. Completely random. Random story. But um, yeah, no, he, a, a, amazing, amazing man. Amazing luthier. And that maple guitar is still for me in the top of my mind. It's probably one of the best. Yeah. Maybe sticks out to you ever played um okay so i don't think so, what, much of your so what kind of maple sorry what kind of maple oh man. european maple bird's eye maple i love bird's eye maple i really do um it's hard to beat the look of european maple though right with the creamy white yeah. color and, and the more i think about it i'm thinking we shouldn't go satin i think we should go gloss so that it really stands out but and also what's great now is that we can and your photography by the way i've never asked you about your photography you've really good at your photography are you do you is that a hobby of yours do you do that you know when you go out because i know you do a lot of walking you do a lot of hiking right do you 
do you go out and take a little photos that way or is it uh well i yeah, i do like hiking but um actually my so my wife adrian adrian gerber plug for my wife adrian gerber photography yes. she's a professional professional photographer and so that's that's the connection there that's what um definitely helps me out and i she's been doing photography for soon after we got married um so like nine years eight years and uh she does uh portraits and weddings and events and other kind of uh more creative um shoots that she does and i help her with weddings so i've learned quite a bit just by helping her out and um so that's that's yeah that's super useful when it comes time to photographing the guitars and it's it's something i enjoy i wouldn't say that i'm like super great at it but um having the right tools for the job you know both the the cameras the lenses the and the editing software that all helps makes a huge difference yeah so, so. Awesome. so it, it, i mean yeah photography but mind you, with, with phones now, you can do crazy stuff with your iPhone now. I mean, um, but yeah, and, and also we've just started doing this really cool thing. Um, it was actually, I can't take credit for it. You know, so we've got Annie who works with us, works really closely with, um, with us, with all the luthiers. And she's brilliant at, um, she's brilliant at photography, but also, um, yeah, you know, linking doing the build threads, we do build threads together and it's, it's just great. But she's got this, she's kind of this new thing of the day, which we just literally just started doing, which is we also, as you know, we put these newsletters together and they go out once a week. Right. They're really, they're really a labor of love for us. Um, you know, whether we're blogging about um, Luthia or whether we're doing, whether we've got a third party person like Stephen Bennett doing an interview or whatever. And so we're just, it's just creating really, trying to create as much great content as you can really, as well as right. doing videos and also, you know, trying to do our job and sell guitars. Um, but, uh, and she came up with this idea of every time we have a custom order now, they are going to get just these weekly, or rather, I think it's every fortnight, we're going to start doing these, um, um, by, um, every couple of weeks, um, photo update emails. So it's just automated. So you right. you take you take a few photos, you upload them to the you use Flickr, don't you? Um, I do. And then and then it will just go in. It should just drop them into an email, and it will go straight to to that person. So for example, like Frank or something was having a, a guitar ordered, it would just go boom straight to him. Um, as well as doing the the, the build for it. So yeah, yeah, it's and it's so important. So the great photos, it makes it makes a massive difference. Um, yeah. And then yeah, you, it's it. It's got to be fun uh, being the person ordering the guitar on that end to see it happen. Yeah. Um, someday I'd love to order a guitar from a builder and be a part of that part of that experience. Right. I think that would be so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Well, listen, Ryan, I've, you know, I've just got to say, and I say this you know, to, to everybody. So we are so proud to represent you and your work and every guitar that you bring in, to us um, is a little bit like Christmas, even though it doesn't stick around for very long. And unfortunately, we don't get to play in very long because they never stick around very long. Um, but it's a real honor to, to, to represent you and just to see how every guitar that comes in is just, you know, gets better and better every time. Um, and 
I have one random question that I want to ask you before we sign off. Yeah. What if you had one, it could be any artist in the world. It could be from Bob Dylan to... Oh, come on, Ben. You know, it could be anybody. Who, you can't. Who would you put? You got. Someone said to you, right, you got one guitar and you've got to give it to that artist. What artist is it? Oh, I can't believe you're doing this to me. Uh, well, it's tough, tough for two reasons. One, I'm not, I don't, uh, I don't listen to as much music as I should. Um, uh, so who would I choose? Um, long pause. You're gonna have to edit this out. No, I, I don't know. I, Dude, I don't even know if I can I'm, answer that question. I'm gonna let you. We're gonna we're gonna pause it. We're gonna pause it for the next podcast that we'll do in a few months' time, and you can have your answer then. <laughs> um, All right. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. I I like Clive Carroll's playing. He's really oh, great. Martin Simpson, Stuart Ryan. That's the three. You can't. You can't go down. You might have one. You might have one. <laughs> uh, I love. I would love to hear what Clive um, could do with one of your guitars. Yeah. Do you know that that man writes? He is a genius. He writes in his head. In his head, right? Everything, yeah. in his head. and he just walks along the road or go in the supermarket, and he'll have a idea, and he'll whistle it into his phone, and he'll go home. He'll then score the music out before he's even touched the guitar. He'll score out the music. Wow. And then he'll get the guitar and he'll work out the tuning and how he can make it a reality. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. I mean, that's a, a true musician, somebody who's so connected with music. Oh, when he told me that. Can you imagine have him having that ability? <laughs> just, just, yeah, well, sadly, I just can't ever imagine it's like that's um that's yeah genius um listen listen man have a have a, have a great rest of the day thanks so much for stopping in okay um, and uh yeah don't worry those the guitars the good news is that this is going to be the fastest podcast we're going to turn around and your guitars uh rather the guitar that we just delivered to, to uh to our customer um are going to be featured tomorrow so we're going to have this edited and up yes uh, by tomorrow so you're not only awesome. going to get a podcast you're going to get youtube videos you're going to get beautiful photos um and we might even be able to mention the fact that we've got this beautiful rl15 plus maple swiss full trim we haven't decided if it's a cutaway or not so we need to figure that out mm. And we've got to have, I mean, uh, there's loads of stuff we've got to figure out. So maybe that won't be in tomorrow's thing, but. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Have, have a, a, I can't, can't wait to see it. Yeah, well, listen, have, have a great rest of the day. Uh, send, my, send my best to your, your family. I still love those pictures that you post up of you in the workshop with your, with your kids. Um, <laughs> and yeah. uh, hopefully when this all lifts, we'll see each other soon. Very good. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. It's good to talk with you and. Keep up the good work. You guys do a tremendous job with everything you do. So I'm really thankful for, uh, yeah, the chance just to work with you guys. Well, thanks for bearing with us. Um, so. and, uh, we can't wait to bring in more guitars. And then once we've cloned you, we're going to double up the amount of guitars we can bring in.
Oh, that'd be, that'd be awesome. I'm working on that. How can I be more productive? Okay. All right, mate. Take care. Have a great day. All right, Ben. Cheers. Take man. care. Bye. Bye.